Welcome to the FBC Athens podcast, open to explore devotions. For those making the daily Lenten journey, today is the 18th day of the pilgrimage to the cross. The devotion for today is given by Jennifer Baxley, based on the parable of the wedding banquet told in Matthew chapter 22, verses 1 through 14. It is read today from The Message. Allow for the music played by Addison Acock to quiet your mind and open your spirit to listen for God. Jesus responded by telling still more stories. God's kingdom, he said, is like a king who threw a wedding banquet for his son. He sent out servants to call in all the invited guests, and they wouldn't come. He sent out another round of servants, instructing them to tell the guests, Look, everything is on the table. The prime rib is ready for carving. Come to the feast. They only shrugged their shoulders and went off, one to weed his garden, another to work in his shop. The rest, with nothing better to do, beat up on the messengers and then killed them. The king was outraged and sent his soldiers to destroy those thugs and level their city. Then he told his servants, We have a wedding banquet all prepared, but no guests. The ones I invited weren't up to it. Go out into the busiest intersections in town and invite anyone you find to the banquet. The servants went out on the streets and rounded up everyone they laid eyes on, good and bad regardless. And so the banquet was on, every place filled. When the king entered and looked over the scene, he spotted a man who wasn't properly dressed. He said to him, Friend, how dare you come in here looking like that? The man was speechless. Then the king told his servants, Get him out of here fast. Tie him up and ship him to hell and make sure he doesn't get back in. That's what I mean when I say, Many get invited, only a few make it. Any parent knows that sometimes the best place to get your children to talk is in the car. Maybe it's the lack of devices at their fingertips. Maybe it's less pressure because no eye contact. Maybe it's boredom. But for whatever reason, I find the car a great place to dig deep with my kids. I experienced a holy car moment a few Sundays ago when the three youngest and I went on a short road trip immediately following worship. It was Transfiguration Sunday, and Matt had preached a beautiful sermon. He explored the contrast of God in mystery and mountaintop moments, or what he described as high point religious experiences, 
with God's presence when we have to take up our cross or low point religious experiences. I first started talking to determine if the kids had really been listening at all. They had. And then I dropped the question, how have you experienced God in these ways, either at high or low moments in your life, or have you even had those experiences? The answers were quick, and they surprised me a little. One of the first truths spoken is that maybe those moments, those highs and lows, cannot be separated because some of the most poignant, uplifting experiences of God had happened when they were at their saddest. Other than a few mentions of experiences in worship, most of our discussion centered around the summer two years ago when we lost both of my parents, their grandparents, one to cancer and one suddenly to complications after surgery. They could each point to specific moments in that journey when they had felt the power and presence of God. As a mom who has experienced God most clearly in seasons of grief of my own, I could certainly relate to that. And though I wish so much they hadn't had to experience such loss at a young age, I am grateful that they know God better because of it. But the whole conversation made me wonder once again why it sometimes takes a disruptive, even devastating shift in our lives to see clearly the abundant grace of God before us. Today's text is all about people who ignore a banquet spread and waiting for them. And as I was reading the text over and over, the phrase that kept coming to mind was blatant disregard. The king's people showed blatant disregard, even contempt, at being invited to a free, delicious meal. There was just too much important stuff going on to be bothered by such nonsense. And as I began to hold up the conversation with my children, To the people in today's text, an uncomfortable question settled in my mind. In those normal times, the times that we are anxiously running through life and work and errands, internet arguments, fatigue and stress, exercise and planning the next trip, are we blatantly disregarding the abundant, constant grace of God at work in our lives? Are we ignoring the feast that is set before us, seeking something better that we think this world has to offer? It's a haunting question, and at the very least, it has to be a call to Sabbath, a call to stop, to be present, to become aware of the signs of God all around us. It is the beginning of spring. After all, the signs are all there. We just have to notice them. Lent, especially, is a time, I think, to notice death and life, scarcity, abundance, and the presence and grace of God in all of it. If we follow this scripture all the way to its end, though, we find that we have to do more than just notice, more than just show up with an appetite for grace. We have to lay down our clothing, our weight, and our dirt, and our sin, and our way of doing things, and put on what God has chosen for us to wear. There is a surrender required, and while surrender comes pretty easily when we're hurting, it's a little bit harder when all is well. I believe that God is constantly calling us to put on humility and openness and focus and be ready for his abundant grace that rolls down like waterfalls. I hope that the next time I talk to my kids about God moments We'll be able to articulate the highs and lows, but we'll also be able to talk about those times when God showed up at work, at school, while we were texting our friends, while we were angry with our siblings, when we went to sleep at night. Because the grace is always there, 
The table is always set. And if Eugene Peterson is right in his translation of Matthew 22, the king is serving prime rib. And I don't know about y'all, but I love prime rib. Today, may we allow our focus, at least for a while, to be not on all the ways that life is hard, all the boxes on our to-do lists, all the anxiety that creeps into our minds and hearts. Let us attempt to focus instead on the abundant grace of God, the feast that is waiting for us in every living moment. Let us pray. Holy God, the scripture tells us that you offer to us abundantly far more than we can ask for or imagine. Teach us moment by moment to lay down all of the world's weight and receive that grace freely so that we may be better equipped to offer it all around. Amen. Mm-hmm.